Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Podcast. I am Jason, and I have Angel here as well from Ad Angel in the Eighth Day. And this is our first episode. We did a little intro. You may have heard that uh, to this, to our five elements. Uh, this week, we're getting into, we're actually getting into the elements. So we're going to uh, cover Earth. Earth. So we're doing Earth, Air, Fire, Water, and Spirit, or Acacia, or Ether, depending on how you look at it. Uh, so that's our five elements. This week, as I said, is going to be Earth. So we're going to cover uh, some of the different qualities of Earth. And then at the end, we're going to actually talk a little bit about a, a little a little spell work ritual that you can do for kind of protection or, or uh, absorbing kind of negative energy that someone might be throwing at you, just putting, putting it in the house, uh, this, this item in the house and stuff. And it'll kind of add that, that element of protection that connects to the Earth. Uh, so, without further ado, actually, I'll start a little bit. So we're, we're pulling a lot of this information from Earth, Air, Fire, and Water, which is by Scott Cunningham. Uh, so if you do like what we're talking about, this is a great book. And of course, you know, you buying it does nothing for us, but we do, uh, we do enjoy this book. So, you know, feel free to, to check it out. I think you would find that uh, there's a lot of great stuff in here. Um, and the beautiful thing is, is that most of the, the ritual work and the spell work that's in here is very uh, simple stuff that you can kind of gather, uh, you know, from the earth or get, you know, easily get around you and in, in your environment, stuff like that. You know, sometimes the ritual stuff can get kind of expensive if you got to go to botanicas or you got to like, you know, order things online and herbs and stuff. This stuff's pretty basic and, you know, pretty readily available. That's what's so cool about uh, earth magic in general. So, and I know, I know, you know, because, you know, you've done a lot of ritual stuff that sometimes going to the, the new age shops or the botanicas can get a little pricey, no? Yeah. Yes. And then, well, I think culturally uh, there are certain things that um, are just staples. Yeah. Um, like uh, what was it? The other one you were talking about Ruda, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, things like that. Aloe. Which recently I saw something online that aloe uh, is a myth, that it's actually inflammatory. But the oh, in terms of using it like as a, as a healing healing property, like drinking. Yeah, but stuff? I, yeah, most of the times that I think that we use it as healing is external. Yeah, uh, and not so much uh, in, ingested. But I know that there's like aloe water or aloe juice things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, uh, yeah, the aloe plant too itself has protective qualities. Yes. I didn't really, I, you knew that, uh, but I, that was something I kind of recently, I think a couple of years ago, learned about that. So just having an aloe plant in the house has a nice protective quality too, which is cool. Um, and, and actually aloe, it's interesting because that's a very earthy, it's connected to this element of earth, you know, these kind of like uh, those kinds of plants, these kind of low plants and, and, and different types of like very earth smelling type plants we'll get into this when we look at this kind of list of qualities of the earth uh, and so on but yeah exactly um, yeah. so the uh so again earth air fire water spirit so these elements are like the building blocks of the universe essentially uh in 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 magic and in ancient thought ancient wisdom uh, so they do tie into the actual things themselves so in other words like fire you know, is fire, air is air, you know, and so forth. But, but also it's the principles and the kind of 
um, energy, energetic quality or archetypal quality that's behind these elements that, that, the, that, the, that we're really referring to when we talk about these for use in ritual or magic and so forth. And so then each of these elements themselves is like really appropriate for different types of work that you're going to do, you know, working with one element or two elements, whatever, but usually one element. Uh, for different kinds of work. So for example, like the first thing we can talk about then is uh, rich, the rituals and stuff that are associated with, with earth, with the element of earth, things like money, uh, employment, prosperity, fertility, grounding and stability. Uh, I would argue too, protection and kind of just being, being, uh, stable well you said stability but like being being like um grounded or bound, balanced yeah balanced and grounded really is in this element of earth too uh so so it's kind of the and it's nice to start with earth because it's the most um it's kind of the most um i mean not like earth not earthy but material <laughs> I guess easiest to kind of grasp because it's 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 kind of the it's the world we live in it's this material world we live in that's what earth represents Phys physical things i guess right so physical matter um so so that's uh that's that's its basic basic element basic nature i guess i should say so yeah well I'm, i think on a somewhere um i heard i think i think right um and i could be corrected in a second or not but um that we are all composed of elements of the universe so like we are made up of the same um i guess ingredients that they would have in you know like stars or things like that maybe like carbon um so in a sense we are earth and earth is us for sure yeah yeah i know what you're talking about like that element of like like the, yeah exactly i talk about too like how you know we're, we're made we're like made of you know stars and all this different 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 stuff but yeah, but yeah for sure and then you know the and then the elements themselves these these five elements you know they make up who uh you know the kind of basic archetypal nature of, of of our of our body too you know look you've got yeah. The earth is like the you know the flesh and the bones and the, the the water would be the blood and any of the liquid elements and and you know air obviously is lungs and you know what I mean and then you got yeah. you got spirit and you've got fire would be the nerve energy or the electrical energy and impulses and so on and spinal you know energies and so on so you know you see a corresponding kind of connection to to all that in our own physical body too right right yeah I was informed that we are essentially stardust and I know that there's concepts of people that um go by like star seeds or things like that um, yeah. so those like you know uh when you break it down to those elements um they would you know like uh, oxygen carbon hydrogen helium things like that mm -hmm. um that's all also planetary and you know earth happens to be a planet so i'm sure <laughs> that's why you i maybe perhaps that's why you feel or you in general you know uh terms feel this connection when people touch soil or uh dig that i think i've talked about this in our other podcast uh or the the podcast itself where you if you dig your feet into soil for a while uh it acts like an antidepressant or mm -hmm. you know, it just makes you feel better yeah uh, 
you talk about you know being grounded next to like a tree or whatnot um or sitting up against a tree so there's these it's almost like this connection like this desire to go back into it absolutely yeah yeah and it, you and know it's you think, pulling you yeah it's as if like well it's it's interesting because like full circle we you know we came out of it and then we're going back to it you know it's interesting too like the idea, you know, symbolic language in the in the Bible, or you know, it's like the form to the dust of the earth, and like you really kind of think about the elements of the earth and the actual, um, you know, material makeup of it, and so on. It's like I think sometimes you know we we forget how connected we are to the earth itself and the planet, and then you know the rest of the universe and all all of that. But it, it's it's almost as if I think sometimes people because they you know they're riding around in cars or they're up on the 25th floor of a building or they're in air conditioned things and you know you kind of feel like you're above and sort of beyond it but it you're, you're, you never are you know because all of right. those things are made from elements that are found on the earth you know nothing yeah. is unnatural it's just the way that we extract it or put it together or pull it out or process it can make the you know the chemicals dangerous and so on and we can create poisons and do all these or it just looks sterile or looks sterile yeah exactly but it all comes from the earth that's the thing about it you know we're not like materializing stuff out of a out of our imaginations i mean we are (laughs) we are in a sense but but it's like we're working with the materials on the planet right yeah you know so that's something you got to remember about earth um one of the things that you just said that I really enjoyed uh, in the book was the, you know, um, the kind of like that full circle or coming, you know, not only coming from the earth or, you know, or having those elements within us, but then also being nourished by earth with like the soil yes. and the plants and all of that. And then uh, eventually returning back, back. If, you have, if, the, if that's a ritual that you follow, you know, returning back into into well i guess even if you get cremated even if you yeah exactly (laughs) there's no there's no not going back yeah there's there's no escaping it there's there's less going back and (laughs) and longer down the road going back but eventually you're going back exactly yeah i do like that that the romanticism i guess lack of a better word of that that process and just the concept of how we have like this, I mean, we have symbiotic relationships with all the elements, but um, just this one has that um, pun, deep rooted (laughs) feeling to it. Um, And then uh, obviously I have my connection with crystals and crystals are, uh, you know, like a product of Of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. The most basic, I mean, you know, form of, of, of earth yeah is that 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 mineral or rock formation all those kinds of ideas i mean in terms of like the the magical world if you're looking at things because like mineral uh vegetable animal and then man you know kind of higher hierarchy as as it were in um you know in in the ancient wisdom uh so so there's so that's yeah that's that's an interesting thing you know you get that that's whole cycle of of um I'm gonna say this like uh, it's really it's really like like I get for lack of a better word sustainability. I mean it's like you know that's what we kind of we're basing our our ideas about sustainability and things like that. You know in in, in these ecological ideas on on the natural functions of of Earth and, and natural yeah. functions of life. The cycles from 
you know, birth to life to death to rebirth, you know, that you see going on in all the natural world. And so, you know, the earth really represents that to us in such a tangible way. So in, in a dramatic way too, when you see like all the processes of the earth as it's, it's going about it on a kind of macro level with, you know, the volcanoes and the erosion and the giant storms and all these things that are shaping, you know, the land and you know what I mean? So yeah. See that, but then also, you know, on a micro level, all that stuff's going on within our own body going on within the body, going on within the cells. And it's like, it's all interrelated. It's all interrelated. It's fascinating. So the earth we see as being receptive, so we, all, we call her mother earth, obviously. So it's seen as a feminine, uh, it has feminine quality to it. Um, for you know fertility and nurturing stabilizing grounding as we talked about or it's kind of basic uh, nature so in in magic in in wicca uh generally and in kind of like modern modern magic for the most part green is the color that represents um green is the color that represents the earth uh in other in other cultures and other systems, it can be other things. Uh, I think Navajo system, it's like it's black and actually in ceremonial magic and Kabbalistic magic, the element uh, earth is represented by black or the color citrine. Oh, I love citrine. Yeah, uh, so so those are the colors they use. And there's other ones as well, but so there's, you know, it's, it's but it's usually revolving around darker colors or greens. You know, I think people got that from the plants. So you can kind of really, connect that to earth these places are interesting i like this idea of these places so do you want to go through those a little bit that's kind of that's kind of fun um yeah so places would be caves canyons uh chasms forests groves valleys fields farms um gardens is that our our arboretum i think arboretum yeah we'll yeah. just say that Parks, <laughs> plant nurseries, oh, yeah. farmers markets, uh, kitchens, baby nurseries. Yeah, it does. Uh, um, mines and holes. Mines and holes. The baby nursery is kind of interesting. I know. I, I was that that one that one grabbed me too. Mm, I'm do you think that. it's because it, it represents life or beginning? Yeah, that cycle would, that we were talking about because it you uh, know okay. I that's what I would get because it's like. And then it represents that whole cyclical process from cradle to grave, as they say, yeah. right? The nursery is you're in the cradle, you're in, you know, you're in that state. And also I think too, because a you know, baby is like pre-language, it's like you're really connected to instinct and really you're kind of pre, pre-conscious in a way, you're conscious, but it, you don't have language yet. So you're in a yeah. very earthy, natural state too. I don't know, that's what I'm getting out of it. And then the other stuff all is kind of connected to, to depths or kind of valley type things or, or plants and things like that. So those, those places are, are, are kind of neat because you can think like, oh, if I want to get more in touch with the earth, but I, but I live in, you know, in the city, yeah. then you can think about that. Like the Ar uh, Arboretum, that's Arboretum, I think. Arboretum, oh, okay. I think is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's like, a, I think it's like a big, big greenhouse, but it's, oh, okay like a park inside of a greenhouse almost, or one of those kinds of things. Like we, we had one of those up in Seattle when I was a kid and it had all these like beautiful tropical plants in it. So I think that, you, you know, you can like, there's a lot of like, you know, different plant life inside of them, but the gardens and the like urban farms and parks and even a plant nursery or just kind of go into, 
like even if like you know there isn't any of those things around go to go to Lowe's or go to Walmart walk around in the plants and at least like you can get in touch with some you know yeah. some, some plant life right yeah well you can get plants buy plants there's, there's yeah. so much uh there's a lot of like indoor uh gardening options now yeah you know the, yeah. where they're vertical or uh hydroponic yeah, stuff different things yeah yeah uh, for sure even if it's like a little succulent <laughs> i think it's super important I and mean, we've got yeah i know you've got a lot of plants we've got we've got a lot of plants as well and I, they just they just change the environment of the space yeah. it's another way to get in touch with earth is just flowers like, also yeah. right flowers just kind of switch up uh the 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 energy of it uh i think recently when we went to uh um that trip they they uh, were really nice and they got fresh flowers they, they were just gorgeous uh for like pretty much every room oh um, nice the, the place itself already had plants and um they had uh like they already had like birds of paradise uh that they just are um keeping but uh they just made sure that there was like fresh flowers in every room and it wait just, the birds uh the birds were inside or outside did they have bird of paradise inside yeah. Those are beautiful. They can they can actually grow outside too in California. Yeah, so that's a, that's a beautiful plant. Yeah, they grow nat like uh, what is that naturally or wild? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. They grow wild. They grow like crazy. The jasmine grows really well too. It's such that's a beautiful, a beautiful plant. I love uh, I love the jasmine too. That grows on the walls. Bougainvillea grows really well in California. Oh yeah, that for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's everywhere. Um, so yeah, just get get in touch with plants. And plants are really nice. Like flowers really, you know, for, you know, we, we do our Monday ritual work that we talk about. Yep. Quite a bit. Uh, fl flower offerings, I mean, I, I feel like are, are really powerful. Uh, ancestors and spirits really seem to dig flowers. So yep. I think that you can't go wrong with a good flower offering. Uh, one thing you mentioned last week when I was listening to the podcast was when you was talking about like returning something to the earth. If you take Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so I, uh, it's some it's something that I think that uh, I just grew up with. If you're going to take something, then you return something back into it. So, if uh, let's say I'm going to go to the beach and get like a shell, then I throw uh, water into the ocean or um, something like that, mm -hmm. or like a seed, even. Um, so I know that you've done uh, like crystals, right? Like you, um, yeah. so yeah, I, so if like, let's say I'm going to do you, sometimes you need um, sea salt, I mean, sea, ocean water in order to do certain uh, rituals. So then I'll just, the same gallon that I'm going to be taking the water with, I'll just dump that out in a different place. Yeah. Like a different location and then go, you know, and pick up uh, the water that I that I need, or if it's something um, more uh, plant based, then I, you know, make sure that I'll should be mindful and take like a seed with me, and then make you know, plant that instead. Nice. Uh, but like stones, maybe we'll just do an exchange. Like yeah. if I see something that I'm like, oh, maybe that you know this could work for whatever, then I'll ex you know exchange another stone in its place because I know that. Also, there's, you know, have you seen those, um, 
we forget how much influence we have. Have you seen those, uh, they're like people go out into nature and they like really pride themselves on creating like these little temples almost where yeah balance like each rock mm -hmm. yeah and then they just kind of create the this little like pyramid of sorts or yeah like but you forget that that changes <laughs> uh certain aspects of that ecological wait right like uh okay. system like that yeah. ecosystem yeah yeah so you know it we have influence um on yeah, earth exactly. obviously because you know it keeps changing um but you know even little things like that sometimes you you might have messed up uh an animal's like habitat or what you know something yeah so you want to that the water is going to run if there is water later sure yeah no that's absolutely true and so you want to be mindful and try to try to do as little uh as make as little change to the situation as possible because it has a natural order to it yes Angel brings a great point up and it's good too to you know obviously you're not necessarily going to give you know something necessarily of the, the the same value but it's it's a it's the idea it's a spiritual you can like angel said you can plant a seed or you can give something back in that sense um but most of the time it's really coming with a thankful and grateful attitude and then getting yeah. back like in oftentimes um uh you can you know you can make a small offering of tobacco or even some some alcohol or like a, uh, some crystals or a stone that means something to you or you know whatever you want to kind of bring that's natural into the environment you know offering it to the spirit of the earth or the spirits of the elements or that particular plant like being super careful when you harvest from plants not to damage them and not to take too much and things like that like if you're going to get a little you know a piece of spirit you know mint or something natural mint or even if you find some sage out there or something like that i know there's varying opinions about how ethical that is but you know just being really mindful of what you're taking yeah not taking too much and giving something in return and thanking that plant, thanking the earth, thanking the yeah. rock, thanking the area, thanking the spirit. At the bare minimum, right? Right, at the bare minimum, sure, exactly. And, you know, like, like, like Angel said, to plant a seed or to even, you know, replant some plants or something like that, if, if you've got native plants that you can put back or, you know, things like that. I mean, just being really mindful of the, of the environment, respectful of it. And the more we do that, uh, the less you know the less impact we have and the more the earth can kind of get back to its natural cycles again we've we've totally effed up unfortunately the earth's natural cycles and so in order to get back to doing that we have to first start on our own little mindful journey and notice what we're doing as individuals yeah. and then yeah. we're going to reach out and you know hit the bigger stuff like the corporations and the military and all the people that are doing massive destruction so right <laughs> i mean people uh, will sometimes like laugh it's like oh, okay are you really going to talk to dirt or are you really going to talk to a plant and it's like well uh there's been traditions of people saying prayers at the dinner table for how long <laughs> yeah you know, what's the difference you're honoring what you're consuming or what you're taking yeah, exactly. And more, uh, I would argue, more ancient and indigenous type type uh, religious practices and culture cultural kind of um, practices tend to. Uh, we it's interesting because in the modern world we like we abstract it all out to this idea of of God or a spiritual realm. But I think like when people that are more closer to the earth, 
tend to actually yeah. thank the things themselves. Yes. Thank the animal, thank the tree, yeah. thank the plant. Yes, yeah. they also revere a spirit, a, a, you know, a universal spirit behind that. But at the same time, yeah. they're like they're personalizing it. Yes, because you've uh, given your life, you know, even if it's like a plant, you've given your life because they're, you know, breathing. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you've given your life for my nourishment. Yeah, exactly. I, I do that whenever I eat is I'm, I'm like thankful to whatever elements are on that plate or whatever, uh, you know, whatever went into that and specifically thanking the, the, the beings of whatever nature plant or animal or you know whatever we're eating and and you know fish or what have you and so you know you 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 thank those thank those creatures for their sacrifice because they've made a sacrifice yes and again there's a whole cyclical thing going on you know that that's that's working itself out so earth that's what we're talking about so um Let's get into a couple of these quick things and then we'll, we'll kind of wrap it up. I'm, I have a little, a little magical ritual that I was talking about that we'll, we'll go into. It's real quick and, and easy. Yeah. Um, herbs, I think we talked about this last time, but we'll just yeah. go over them again. Patchouli, vetiver, mosses and lichens, nuts, dry and stiff plants. I would put beans in here as well. Beans yeah. are really, really earthy to me. Yes. Um, heavy, low growing plants, roots. That's why they use a lot of roots. Um, in uh in prosperity work you know john the conqueror root low john different types of root bet root things like that um or beth root it's also called uh so those uh those are those are things that you can use for your for yeah. your type i of would root. definitely agree on the beans as you know i have mm -hmm. uh made a few batches <laughs> I would say and and i would recommend them because you do such a great great job with them and they are very uh, prosperity inducing so uh, those are on your etsy etsy store right at angel yes uh, so check those out the prosperity beans uh, stones we did these but we'll go over them again so heavy or opaque type things coal gr green stones i know you like green stones a lot yeah what are I some green stones you like well, um, we were just talking about this before. The Moldavite is good. Mm. Uh, Columbianite is good. Um, there's, is it calcite? Um, I have a few of them. Oh, that Amazonite that you gave me. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. That one. Yeah. I like all of those. And then, you know, Peridot happens to be like my birthstone. Um, yeah. I like, I think I have a very, a, a lot of green stones actually, now that I'm looking around, because in that, um, uh, not to reference it again, but in that uh, abundance being uh, ritual, um, you, I, you had listed to use green stones. And then mm -hmm. I was like, okay, um, I'm just going to throw many of them. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. uh, I, I think the, the ritual itself called for maybe three and i think i have like seven or eight that i use that is fantastic i love it i like green tourmaline um yeah a bunch of uh i have a bunch of green ones actually i find those stones to be good prosperity stones as well yeah since we're on that on that subject even just kind of carrying them and stuff can be really really powerful yeah adventuring is another one that comes to mind nice so and you got a lot of those on the on the. I do, yeah. Uh, malachite. I really like malachite. 
it, it's, oh yeah kind of, malachite's a great stone yeah yeah it has like those swirly shapes and mm -hmm. uh, yeah beautiful stuff all right so those are some of the stones metals are iron and lead so really heavy type um type metals uh percussion instruments and drums which makes a lot of sense, you know, because a lot yeah. of the very, very earthy work that you do and ritual work, you know, would have drumming along with it or dancing. And again, dancing, you know, your feet are actually on the ground and you're, you know, you're moving up, moving around and you're contacting right. the earth, right? Mm -hmm. uh, let's see what else. I think that's going to probably, uh, so season. I was just curious as to like what this darkness thing is about. Because I noticed that the season was winter. Yeah. Depression is north, which says places of great greatest darkness, and then the time is night. What do you think that is about? Because I was not quite sure. I think that night really kind of has this connection to to the sort of like the womb of creation and Earth as as our kind of womb of creation, okay. physical body. That's the sense I get out of it. Okay. Winter is that is that time kind of between it's you know in, in terms of cycles it's like the it's the period of of uh, in a way of like it's before creation in a sense it's okay like, it's like the foundation of creation i think that's what it's getting at and okay. the north, of course is uh you know is 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 the dark yeah, the, you know, the north side of your house gets the least sunlight and stuff you know what i mean so i think uh -huh. It's kind of, you know, and the earth has a sort of dark, earthy, you know, got into the caves and those kinds of things. It's like it, it gets again into this, I think, this womb-like idea uh, of, of like, you know, the foundation of material existence and things like that. That's what I get out of it. I don't know if that, that's correct, but that's my, my vibe that I get. Okay. I'll run with it. <laughs> you know, we'll 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 meditate on it and see if yeah. it works for us. And of course, the pinnacle is associated with the earth um, and in magical tools. Mm -hmm. So either a wooden medical metal or, or clay pentacle. Uh, I've got a like a brass one that I use in some of the work that I do. Um, and it's you know our astrological science, Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn. It's connected to the sense of touch. And then, and then, um, and then salt, uh, soil, rocks, wheat, acorns, things like that are some of the natural symbols. Another good stone, of course, is any stone that you, you know, if you want to work with the element of earth, stone is obviously a, a, a great choice. It's the most kind of obvious and solid thing that, that the earth creates that we can just kind of in, interact with. Um, but just stones that you find that that grab you while you're out and yes. you know be mindful of where you're grabbing them from and you know what's going on in the area but you know i found a lot of neat stones uh out walking around that i've collected and of course again i give something back when i when i when i do the take something so and and i don't and i and i'm careful too i like i i get stuff that's already you know in disturbed areas or whatever where there's stuff that's you know piles of rocks where there's like not a you know what i mean so you be mm -hmm. you be mindful and careful of that so um any other earth stuff that's coming to you before i get to this uh this little ritual or something that like you like uh, to, do to connect to the earth i think we have just mentioned that before like soil yeah um, just being out in nature um it's just the i think also the smell of like um the smell 
I oh, but that's water and I I really I, there's a particular name for the smell of um rain that hits desert soil. Oh yeah, that's amazing. Uh I'm yeah, since I've lived here, I was like, oh, I really like that smell. Um super just cool. the smell of like wet soil after rain is awesome. But um I think there's a particular one just for desert uh desert sand or desert land that gets hit by rain there's like a specific name for it like a name for that yeah things, yeah things like that um i think i mentioned all of them you know I, obviously stones and then the beans that i do and then yeah the flowers on the on the altar mm -hmm. um, yeah all right cool and then i, I like like what you said too just kind of like you know Put your feet in the earth and walking around. Yeah, just yeah, enjoy it, right? Be part right. of it. Yeah, we're going to the park and walking around, um, you know, in the grass or whatever. At least you know, just being in in contact with the with the with the earth itself. I mean, so much time we spend like in you know in chairs or in buildings inside of buildings on type of you know man made surfaces and floors and stuff. Really, to kind of get our bare feet out on the earth again is really a powerful thing. Yeah. I like to do that actually out, uh, you know, when, obviously when it wasn't hot, but uh, to be able to walk around a little bit out, like out in, uh, uh, out at Red Rock and kind of walk on some of those like flat stones and things like that and bare feet. There's a lot of power in that too. Yes. Yes. Just sitting out there on those ancient yeah. stones, it's like, you really feel like just the age and the, the power of the earth itself and just the yeah. timeless quality to those stones so i know well even just the 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 mountains they just look so like majestic and powerful mm -hmm. i was recently retelling a story about an impromptu adventure <laughs> that i had <laughs> right outside of zion where we a cousin of mine just kept driving and driving we finally found the hike that we uh, were looking for and walking through that you can i just, almost like i can feel excuse me, it's almost like I can feel the energy of the Native Americans, you know, mm -hmm. and them just kind of like traveling through that or um, just kind of like looking down at, uh, uh, I don't know, other people walk, you know, like kind of like in movies where they're up on the cliff, right into the like- Yeah, 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 that, that presence of spirit, right? Yeah, and then like this eagle was following us and then- oh, wow. Finally, the eagle like stopped, and then I turned to my cousin. I'm like, maybe we should head back now. <laughs> and then, as soon as we turned back around, the uh, the eagle came back and just guided us out because uh, we'd never, I'd never been to Zion. Period. Wow. Prior to this, and then uh, she had not been to this particular area, so it was pretty cool. That's amazing, you know. And when you're when you're connected like that and in the moment and paying attention to what's going on, it's amazing how animals and birds and trees and the wind and the rocks will actually just like you said you know they'll they'll kind of speak to you speak to you yeah jinx yeah. <laughs> right you have, to, you have to learn their language though you know yeah. listen and you have to be open to it i mean i think a lot of people kind of scoff at that stuff like oh you can't speak to animals like talk oh, here's the thing about that you say that but then like talk to any dog owner oh right you know your dog so well the little variations of this squeak this turn that scratch this you know this little movement they'll tell you they can tell you 20 different things you know 
and and that's that's you, you know what I mean. So it's it's you can't say that nature does not have language and doesn't speak. It's just you don't know how to speak it. Do you know what I mean? So are you still there? Oh yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I lost you. I thought I lost you. No no no. You're like, where are we wrapping this thing up? And I'm like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So anyway, uh, sand trap, really quick. So this is okay. a little uh, little little uh, piece of uh, ritual work that you can do. Uh, just get yourself two uh, different types of sand. I I, I think a, it would be it's best to kind of get something that's kind of light, and then something that's darker. Kind of represents like that yin yang vibe. Uh, whatever colors you can find of different sands, make sure they're natural though. It's kind of the best way to get it. Uh, you can get those uh, at aquarium stores sometimes, like fish stores or or craft shops or nurseries, things like that. If you're going to buy them, otherwise, you know, if you're in a place like like Vegas or here, I mean, there's sand everywhere you look. So yeah. You're not uh, you're not at any loss. So uh, get two different colors. Get yourself two, uh, a spoon, a couple of a couple of jars, and fill those you know those jars up with the uh, with those uh, different colored sands, and then um, and then you and then you're gonna want one jar that you're gonna use for you can use a jar or bowls basically for the two colors of sand, and then get one jar that you're gonna fill up. So it can be an old you know whatever you want to use, just any kind of glass jar. Uh, it could be one of the, like a spice jar or something or like a small jelly jar or whatever you want to use something but get all this stuff off of it and kind of clean it up and, and get it ready and then basically you just uh kind of put in one color of the sand and then another color of the sand you go back and forth and he's got I, I, again i haven't done this but he's got a little kind of uh you know ritual sort of words of power type thing that you would use and uh and I, it, it's, I like it. You kind of chant this as you're doing it. So with each color, you would say trap of sand, trap the ill, trap the bane and evil will. So just kind of kind of Harry Potterish. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so use that. And then, you know, you would say that as you would put, like you'd put one layer down, then another layer down, then another layer down. Each time you put a layer down, just say that. Uh, that that phrase trap of sand trap the ill trap the bane b-a-n-e and evil will uh, and 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 then you know just chant your way all the way to the top with your different colored sands and again you can kind of put as much as you want you know if you want little smaller bands you know just make smaller ones but then you'll have like this jar filled with these alternating colors of sand and as you're doing it you know you're filling it with visualizing this like powerful protective energy going into that sand and then take it all the way to the top and then just seal it up and, you know, say a little affirmation over it or, you know, an intention that it's going to protect the area and protect you from harm and so on. And you've been doing that also with your chanting. And then, you know, you can just put that uh, by your door, by a window. You can bury it outside near the door, you know, whatever kind of grabs you. Uh, but that'll absorb a lot of, you know, the negative energy that your people are bringing over or, you know, if you've got... Uh, somebody that, you know, is kind of throwing the evil eye at you or whatever, uh, it absorbs that. So it's it's a great, they call that a sand trap, and that's from uh, the Wiccan tradition. So I like it. That's a cool thing. So I did yeah. something similar to that, not exactly like that, but it worked really well, and I liked it. So I wanted to share that. All right, so that's that. Thank you uh, so much, Angel. So next week, we're going to be doing air. Yay. And we'll be back for that one. So uh, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Anchor.fm slash Cosmic Eye at Cosmic Eye Tarot at Angel on the Eighth Day. Um, that's it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye.